everything you need for a brand new day. Cliffo and Kate for breakfast. It's the Friday edition of the Cliffo and Kate podcast. The C word has been not that God, not that C word, not, not the, the one short that, C word, the longer the C word, the longest. The word cyclone has been mentioned, which really gets our knickers in a twist in North Queensland, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It, it makes people freak out a little bit, but no need to freak out because our mate Nitzo uh, from Weather IQ uh, has joined us today yeah. and is giving us the rundown. Yeah, look, it's still. Uh, I mean, he's going to go into the details, but essentially, we're still talking just a low pressure system. It hasn't even formed into a cyclone yet. Um, the model's a bit varied on what's it's going to what it's going to do. But anyway, um, more with Nitzo on that soon. Plus, Kate. One thing I want to acknowledge from the top, something that I think filled both of our cups this morning, yeah. we launched something new called Good News Friday. I loved the Good News Friday. It was the first time we've done this segment and, gee, we got some lovely, lovely phone calls just about really good things that are happening with our people in our region. Yeah. It's coming up, the Cliff and Kate podcast. A Coral Sea tropical low is now an 85% chance of reaching cyclone intensity next week. On the phone, we have our weather expert, Nitso from Weather IQ. Nitso, give us the rundown, mate. What's happening? Good morning, Kate. Um, we've got uh, a situation where our low is probably about 1,200, 1,300 k's to the northeast of Townsville right now. It's still very weak. Uh, we do expect it to start organising, so that means start spinning uh, over the course of the next uh, sort of 48, 72 hours. By the end of Sunday, probably Monday, we're anticipating that it'll be a tropical cyclone. It's expected to move very slowly to the south uh, once it does form. Uh, and the idea then after about Monday night, Tuesday night, is that we tend to see models completely split just when we need them to agree and give us a bit of confidence. That's when they start splitting. And uh, and there's a bunch of them around about, and, and listen, it's a big bunch. There's about 50% of them that push it all the way out to the southeast, out towards New Caledonia, never to get within sort of 500,000 k's of the coast. And there's another bunch, about 50% of them, that push it all all the way into the coast between sort of Pans and Mackay. So, you know, we're very, we're a little bit cranky at the model. They're not really helping us out much. Uh, obviously, a good a good tradesman never blames the tools, but the tools are giving us a bit of a runaround at the moment when it comes to next week. It's, it's a very complicated pattern in the Coral Sea, and we often see that uh, with the Coral Sea. It's a very unpredictable basin when it comes to cyclone forecasting. We don't usually have this issue, you know, in Western Australia and that sort of area, but, uh, yeah, for us, unfortunately, Unfortunately, it's always tends to be a little bit harder and trickier. This is this is strange, Nitzo, because with Jasper recently, all the models just kind of agreed and it sort of stuck to its path and it was relatively yeah. predictable in that sense. But what I you're telling us think- is like half of the models have got it going one way, which won't really affect Townsville, and mm-hmm. the other half have it like affecting us pretty badly. Like there's talk of up to a cat three. Yeah, well, uh, that would be the expected category rather than up to. Um, wow. if, if it was to, if it was to, if, and, and this is the key, if it was to hit the coast, uh, we would be looking at a significant cyclone impact. We wouldn't be looking at a little baby. So we can't obviously speculate until we know sort of closer to sort of Monday, Tuesday. Is that what you're saying, Nitzo? Yeah, I, th- I think we need to we need to sort of play by air, keep an eye on it. It's not going to listen. It's not going to surprise us and shock us and start hitting us on Monday. We will still have plenty of time on Monday to prepare uh, if we need if we need to. So it, it's just a case of keep an eye on it while it's over there in the weekend. Remember, it's not within a thousand k's of us until at least uh, at least Monday night. So okay. you know, it's it's a long way away and it's not coming our way anytime soon. And we will have plenty of time to prepare if we need to.
If it does form into a cyclone, it will be known as tropical cyclone, Kira Lee. Just uh, quickly, Nitzo, how much like milk, bread, baked beans, water should we be panic buying? <laughs> yeah. I've, I have heard the Woolies and Coles shares have been down lately, so this might help them out. <laughs> yeah, they actually planned this cyclone. Uh, Nitzo from Weather IQ, have a great weekend. If it does continue to intensify and head our way, we'll catch up again next week, mate. Absolutely. Thanks, Nitzo. Starting Monday. He is one of the finest sports people North Queensland has ever produced. Hi, it's Kyle Felt. And she is Kate. Hello. This is Triple M's Kate versus Kyle. Yes, it is. I love that promo. Your game, mate. To take on one of North Queensland's favourite sons, and he's he's an athlete, and he's a competitive guy. Look, I'm a competitive kind of girl as well, and I agreed to this only because we're not going to be doing any like rugby league training drills or anything like that because that you know of. Kyle felt would wipe me on the floor. We're we're going to get a little bit creative about yeah. this, and um, you listeners can can get behind it. I yeah. want to get sorry, get behind it. I mean, get behind me. Sorry, <laughs> get behind me, not Kyle felt. Kate swaying the jury. From word go. We're actually going to have Kyle in studio on on Monday, and we're we going to launch the first the first Kate versus Kyle. But the reason I want to bring it up today is there is an image that has been circling uh, on social media and in the print media and all that this week of our mate Kyle Feld wearing the new the newly released Cowboys branded budgie smugglers. Back in the day, and I but. said I wanted a visual, and Cliff, yeah. you have come up with the goods, baby. Do you want to know the really awkward thing? <laughs> I, I printed this out to show you about the start of the week, and for whatever reason, we've had to push this story back, push it back. Can so I be I, honest? I, I did see it sitting on your desk, <laughs> and I wasn't going to say anything. Yeah. This is a new relationship, you and I, not one to judge. I've had a few people go, "Why do you have a half naked <laughs> Kyle Felt picture printed?" Um, so yeah, Kyle went down to the Strand with a few of the other Cowboys, and he modelled the new Cowboys budgie smugglers the cowboys leagues club merch boss paula jobson has come out and said these bad boys are already a hot seller i can imagine they would and to sort of paint a picture of what they look like there's obviously the cowboys logo all over them but they've made them super north queensland because oh this is a low res picture i've printed kate but in between the cowboys logo there's ibis birds Bin chickens? Oh, my gosh. Very North Queensland. There's a version, so North Queensland, there's a version with Cowboys logos and palm trees and all that as well. Um, but like I say, they are available at the Cowboys Leagues Club at the merch shop there. Um, yeah, get them at the team shop. Opens 9 a.m. till 9 p.m. pretty much every day, I think. So if you want to be rocking the budgie smugglers uh, like Kyle Felt and Kate, who knows, maybe a budgie <laughs> smuggler modeling contest. For one of these Kate versus Kyle? No, no one needs to see me. No, no. I was thinking those budgie smugglers. I'm glad that there's bin chickens and palm trees on them, Cliffo, because if there were to be mangoes and bananas sort of <laughs> strategically placed, that Can would be the, some uh, kind the of concern. Can we plant off there, please? <laughs> Triple M's pressure test. Ten questions, 60 seconds. And a grand in the hand. Pressure test back on Monday morning after 8 a.m. It is worth $1,000 if you can get 10 questions right in 60 seconds. And this is the part of the podcast where we give you a big fat clue. Yes, I'm going to give you question number two today. So the question is, which is Australia's largest bird of prey? Oh, um, 
I haven't seen it. Okay. Cassowary. Oh, no, it's actually the wedge-tailed oh, eagle, Cliffo. Wedge-tailed ego. 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 Eagle. Uh, so question number two, you've got that in the bag because you are a smart cookie and you are listening yes. to our podcast. Yeah, wedge-tailed eagle. Wedge-tailed eagle. For Monday, that $1,000 cash on the line on Triple M and the listener app. Kate, humans are a funny lot. We are a funny lot, Cliffo. And what constitutes a thorn in our side is sort of different for everyone. Like, great example is the other day when CK was telling us that Marky Mark, Mark Wahlberg, mm. he's a thorn in CK's side. I was surprised to hear this. Marky Mark. Point where, like, if Marky Mark is in a movie, I don't want to be at that movie. <laughs> and I'm using CK to sort of lean into myself, having a bit of a whinge about the thorn in my side at the moment. Now, as you know, I'm a reader. You are. And I'm very lucky. My nine-year-old daughter, Matilda, she's into the books as well. So one of the places we visit frequently in town is because we're in Kerwin is the brand new Riverway Library, multi-million dollar facility only opened back in April. Have you been in there yet? Do you know what? No, I haven't. It's, the kids I've, would love it. I've been into Riverway, but not into the library. Yeah, the, the kids would love it. It's a fantastic mm. setup. There's one thing that has been a thorn in my side, a bee in my bonnet. It's just, you know, I'm trying to think of more. It's come up a few times in conversation. It's just, it's, it's there. <laughs> Grinds your gears, doesn't it's it? It's grinding my gears big time. On the beautiful new sort of entryway into the Riverway library, there's like this little kind of roof thing, I guess. And this, I'm talking like the main entry to what used to be the Riverway Art Center. As you're, there's like a path walking towards like the AFL stadium there, the cricket stadium there, Riverway Stadium, and the top pool and all that sort of stuff. And above that walkway, there's just like a little bit of shelter. Like it's not a full roof, it's yeah. kind of artistically designed mm-hmm. or whatever. But on top of that roof is a witch's hat, like a bright orange traffic cone. <laughs> And it has been there since Riverway Library opened back in April. So we're coming on, what, nine months? It's a long time. And you you spot it every time you walk in there, don't you? Uh, to the point where, like, <laughs> I brought this up with you and producer Beck last week. And I was at the library on the weekend. I actually snapped a photo and I sent you the photo. You like, did. It's like, look, hey, I'm not mad. You did. And we had a we had a meeting with council last week yes. and uh, they told us about this Snaps and Solve sort yeah. of app that they have. And you went ahead and did exactly that last week, didn't you? I did go ahead mm. and do exactly that, Kate. I snapped it and I sent it. Probably one of the more fickle things that's gone through the Townsville City Council, Snap. Oh, no, mate. I can guarantee you. That they oh, get, really? I reckon they get... My husband complained really? uh, when he went for a walk the other day. He said that there was some, uh, like, trees that were sort of overgrowing. And he said, I couldn't walk the pram past there when I was taking the kids to daycare. I said, what'd you do about it? He goes, oh, Snap, Sen solved it. I mean... Look, I said, did you? I will, like, a tree overhanging <laughs> can be a risk. does involve, like, a saw and stuff that's like what that. what he said. That's look, what he said. So I'd, the poor I'd people... say that's probably a little bit more risky than just, you know, climbing up a ladder and pulling a witch's hat down. <laughs> but anyway, I've I've snapped it, I've sent it, and I got like a little email receipt from Townsville City Council. Um, what I'll do is on the weekends, I'll, I don't know if we've got to go to the library for anything, whatever, but I'll at least drive past Riverway and I'll report back Monday and we'll see if it's been, well, it's been snapped and sent. Has it been solved? Find out Monday morning on Triple M Breakfast with Cliff and Kate. Cliff and Kate with the good, good, good news. A uh, segment shamelessly stolen from another Triple M. 
Um, when we were planning this show, Kate, I started having links into some of the other shows. And there's a show called, uh, I think it's Tanya and Steve yep. in Newcastle in New South Wales on Triple M. And they've been there for a long time and very successful. And I listened to this um, segment that they did called Good News Friday, where they would invite their listeners to call up. Um, one triple three five three is our phone number. And just tell us what their good news is from the week. And the first caller was a gentleman. His name was Brad. He rang up and he simply said, my good news this week is that after, I think it was about 20 years in a in a pretty mundane, yeah. laborious kind of office job, his wife left that job and she opened her own dog washing business. And I loved that, mate. I just It had a r- real warm, fuzzy sort of feeling. It wasn't breaking news or anything like that. It was just your average person who's living in Newcastle, where, where they were, yeah. just what their good news was, and you wanted to share it. Mate, and what a this guy, you could tell, he got like, he was almost nearly tearing up, mm. the, the pride that he had. And the, then he sort of went into details, and the the story was sort of built that um, – you know, she, it was quite a successful high high role, pr- pretty lucrative or whatever, but she was unhappy. Mm. And, you know, it probably wasn't going to be as lucrative like washing dogs or whatever, but the happiness scale was going to go through the roof. And, and he, I love he that. couldn't have been prouder. <laughs> and it got me thinking, let's steal that. <laughs> let's take it <laughs> and take run it. with it. <laughs> One triple three five three. Um, what's your good news, Townsville? Did you have some good news? Did someone start a job? Um, you know, th- here's, here's an example. I just sort of sent this out like around the office. I'm like, has anyone got any good news? And Carly, who's our afternoons announcer, yeah. this is what she sent to me. Have a listen to this. Billy, what did you do this week? You want to tell Clifo and Kate what you did? You started walking. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's really lovely. It's it's that sort of stuff that we want to hear from our listeners. Like, what's your good news? What's yeah. going on in your life? Share it with us. We really do want to know. Honestly, I, I believe with a segment like this, Kate, the smaller the better. It is. This is, this is about celebrating the small wins. It is. The, the little wins, the things that just put a smile on your face this week. Um, and I think this is particularly important in a town like Townsville at the moment. Mm. But, you know. The, the bad news always dominates. The bad news always dominates. And look, we know what it is, but we want to flood our radio airwaves yeah. with some really, really good news. I, I had some nice news um, yesterday. Yeah. My um, my nephew, uh, my brother and I grew up five acres, horses, yeah. motorbikes and stuff. We used to ride a lot of motorbikes. My nephew, Jack, shout out to him. He's down in Sydney. He went away on the weekend with my brother. He learned how to ride a motorbike for the first time. My brother sent it. through a video and I just, my heart swelled with pride. He's almost six and he was hooning around on a little Wee 50 oh, and it just made me You're so right. happy. There's going to be no stopping him now. <laughs> One triple three five three. It's Good News Friday. Let's yeah. put all that need. It's all gone it's for all the next gone. few minutes. Let's celebrate your small wins. Smaller the better. Could be yours, um, a neighbour, a colleague, family, friend, whatever. Uh, One triple three five three. Lynn, how you doing? I'm well, Cliffo. Yourself? I'm, I'm really excited to hear what your story is. Obviously, we've heard Kate's, we've heard Carly's, our afternoon announcers. Um, but Lynn, what's what's your good news this week? Well, I have a 17 year old son who's an apprentice uh, down the Bowley, and uh, last night his car broke down on his way home from work. And he had three different people that stopped. Mm. One towed him off the road. Um, The second one was a mate, tried to help him. And the third one was a mechanic from Follow Munt. 
and uh, he pulled up in a similar car, got all his tools out and actually got us back on the road oh. and uh, and he got home safely. So I think that's worth a, a call out to Peter at Follomont for uh, stopping for a young fella last night. What Thank a, you. What a great story, Lynn. Thank you. I know what it's like having, you know, you've got a kid on the road if they were to sort of yeah. have an accident or something like that. It's nice to know that there are some lovely citizens that are there to help him out. Yeah, absolutely. Lynn, it restores your faith. Hey. It, it re- particularly, we hear so much bad news about cars and yeah. motor vehicles and all that in Townsville, but that is just the polar opposite. Lynn, what a great way to start Good News Friday. Thank you for the call. Thank you very much. We're going to go to Susan next. Susan, what's your good news? Yeah, I'd like to put a shout out to my grandson, Cooper Stokes, who's racing in Melbourne um, all the way from Townsville to for Track Attack 24. What's Track Attack, Susan? Is he like a um, horse rider? No, he races BMX. <gasps> yeah, so he's nine years old and he's he's gone to Melbourne and um, he's raced four races at Track Attack so far and he's um, come second last night in the final with, in his wow. age group. Awesome. What did you say his name was again, Susan? Was it Cooper? Cooper, yeah. Oh, Cooper, from everyone here, good luck, buddy. We're cheering from you from Townsville. Does it? Do you worry a little bit about him, Susan? I do because yeah. I watch it and I see the stacks and my heart races every time he comes out of the gate. <laughs> but it must be so like lovely to know that he has a passion. Oh, it is. And he's very good at it and he's very competitive. That's a great one. Susan, big love. Have a great weekend. Thank you. You too, guys. Bye. Good on you. We love your calls, Townsville. One triple three five three. Good news Friday. What's your good news from this week? Gavin DeGraw. It's seven to eight. Triple M. Good morning. It's triple M. Breakfast.